Eugene asks, how do you create jobs, pains, and gains that aren't subjective or biased? So you need to distinguish first between what customers say and what customers do. So you will start with what Steve Blank calls customer discovery and talk to customers about their jobs, pains, and gains. And then later on, you will conduct experiments where you will eliminate the subjective aspect. So let's start with the customer discovery where we talk to customers. One thing that is really important is that you don't start with your solution, with your value proposition in mind. You put that at the back of your head and you really focus on jobs, pains and gains to really understand what matters to customers first before you go into, hey, look, I have this particular value proposition. This is what I want to do. You should keep that in the back of your mind and that will make it a lot more neutral you won't start out by biasing the conversation around what you are interested in. You need to start the conversation around what they are interested in, right? That's number one, that's very important. You will gather insights by talking to 50 to 100 people and your quantity actually counts. And with those first insights, which might be subjective, you will start designing experiments, meaning you will move away from what customers say a lot more towards what customers do. By the way, one thing that I forgot, even in customer interviews, make sure you don't ask about opinions. So rather than asking somebody, would you do this or would you do that? You would ask, well, when is the last time you bought a similar project? Or when is the last time you had this particular job to be done? And then they will answer with instances, which is a lot less subjective. It means that they have actually done it. If they say it's important, but they can't come up with an instance where they've actually done it, then they're probably not honest, right? So try to gather instances, try to also gather um, you know, quantitative answers. Okay, well, what, what does earning more money mean to you? Is 10% more, is that interesting? Or is it when you double your revenue? So you really want to get into instances and concrete quantities to understand how they measure success and how they measure failure. But now let's go back to this whole idea of experimenting means you gathered your first insights into jobs, pains and gains, and maybe also around products and services and value propositions. Now you're going to conduct experiments. You're going to get them to do things with the so-called call to action. Simple one that a lot of companies nowadays do is they put up a landing page where they describe their value proposition, and then they ask people to sign up if they're interested. If people don't even give their email, well, it's definitely a clear sign that they're not interested. If they provide their email and they want to you know, learn more or um, they want to learn when you launch the product, then you have a little bit of evidence, right? And ultimately, if you can go towards um, pre-selling or conducting a, f a simulated sales, what we could call a fake sales, then you get very hard evidence. That is not subjective at all anymore. That is almost like in a real world buying situation. So your task is to go from customer discovery where you learn your first insights towards providing real solid evidence from experiments where customers aren't even aware that they're not conducting a real purchase or they're not even aware that you're conducting an experiment, at least at the beginning, right? So you can, if you understand how to do it, be very objective and very, very quantitative and get very solid evidence. And that's your task as an innovator, as an entrepreneur, to find the most solid evidence possible um, to, to prove that your idea could work.